Welcome, everyone, to the Rise with Rosa podcast. And today I'm going to talk about discovering our gifts. And I'm also going to share uh, my own personal story on how I discovered my own gift and how I finally overcame my fear of my own gift. And if you stick around for future episodes, you will hear more real life stories from real people and how I have changed the lives of many by helping them to see, accept, and harness their own gift that has showered them and the people in their lives with the blessings of their gift. And uh, I actually have my little cousin, Nikki, beside me. She's 26 years old. And this was a last-minute decision. So I was on my way um, to the Humble and Fred radio station uh, to do this podcast recording. And my cousin called me and, you know, asked me, you know, can I come by? I, I need a hug. <laughs> and so she came by and I told her, you know, why don't you come with me? Because I think that this topic could help her. And, you know, she can maybe um, engage in the conversation and, and um, ask questions and um, that could be very, you know, relatable from, for many people. So, um, so yeah, so I have Nikki on the show. Nikki, welcome. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thank you for, for being here. And, um, and so before we engage Nikki here, Nikki, obviously, you, you know, you can feel free to come in anytime you want, but, um, you know, I just want to make a few points first of all. So first we all have gifts and we are all meant to know what they are so that we can shower each other with the blessings of our gifts. And, um, my gift, or one of them, is to help people to see what their gifts are. My gift allows me to see someone at the core of who they are and to introduce them to that part of them and then to guide and facilitate their engagement with that part of them. And uh, because, of, uh, because my gift um, challenges people to connect to who they really are, and, and I didn't really know this, uh, it, it got me into a lot of trouble. And I'll, I'll explain more about this um, uh, but what I, I'll explain more about how I got me into trouble because that's that's the thing is that our gifts actually can get us in a lot of trouble if we really don't know what our gifts are. We haven't truly mastered them, so we actually have no choice but to really, you know, understand what our gifts are and to to master them and to step into our gifts. Uh, but what I want to say first is, our gifts are not learned skills; they're innate within us. So they're a part of just who we are at the core. There are, there are parts of us that. Um, that, that they're the parts of us that have been expressed the most when we were young and pure and untainted. And so if you, you know, think about when you were like a little child or, you know, you can ask your parents what you were like, but the things, you know, when we were the version of ourselves that was so pure and untainted, we expressed naturally who we were without even knowing we're doing it. And, and that's, um, you know, that, that's part of what our gifts are. And it's important for us to understand that. So as you can see, a, a great way to reconnect, um, to connect to our gift is to connect to your innocence, connect to your inner child again. Um, our gifts are there whether we know that they are or aren't. Um, but I sh- will share with you three different worlds based on a person who knows their gift and accepts it. One who knows their gift and doesn't accept it unconsciously. And one who doesn't even know their gift. Okay, and I'll actually start with the third one first, and uh, and I wrote this down, um, and and made some notes here. But so, in the world of someone who does not know what their gift is, this is what their world would be like. Okay, um, they probably never even thought of themselves as having a gift, so it's probably not even a thought in their mind. Um, they laugh at the thought of them having a gift because they don't believe they have one. Uh, and they're probably always annoyed of people who don't know common sense. And I say common sense in quotations, um, or always self-sabotaging and self-destructing from feelings of, you know, worthiness or, or lack thereof. And so, so that's that one who doesn't recognize or acknowledge or want to acknowledge that they even have a gift would probably, you know, live in a world that looks more like that. 
And then there's those people who know their gift, but they don't really accept it. And I've just actually most recently stepped out of this phase. And I've never not known what my gift was. I always knew it. I always could identify what my gift was. But there is something about a way of being that really shows and reflects when you really know. And that's when you fully, both feet, your whole self, every part of you steps into that gift. And it's not waver. It doesn't waver. So, um, and so while I always knew what my gift was and I always offered my gift and somewhat stepped into it, uh, I just most recently stepped into, you know, the phase of where I knew and I fully accepted it. So, but, but before I stepped into that phase, there was the phase where I knew, but I didn't fully accept it unconsciously. And, um, and what this looks like is, you know, you kind of, you know, you kind of have a gift, uh, but you're still impatient with others and can't understand why others can't understand things that they find you find to be so simple. And so it, it, it expresses itself in, you know, impatience in others. Um, you could be, um, and, you know, and this is from personal experience, but you can be intimidating or too aggressive to those who are receiving the gift because they're not there yet. And when offering a gift that we haven't fully accepted yet, the ego's attached to the delivery with an expectation for the other person to receive it or to understand it. And uh, and when they don't, we don't understand why can't they get it. Well, that's the whole point. If it was if it wasn't your gift, um, then everyone would get it. So so there's a little sign there that I'm actually going to go into more detail at, at the end. Um, and also, when you know your gift, but you don't really fully accept it, you find your your way of being, what ends up happening, you, you become highly misunderstood uh, from others, but and from yourself, and therefore judged, um, which then turns into pain, and therefore unconsciously you choose not to fully accept your gift, um, and you kind of like play this battle of, you know... Um, you kind of deny that part of you and um, and therefore you know you become judgmental of yourself and and, and it's kind of like a denial and uh, more so just not to stand out and finally there's that that last phase in the reality of what the world would look like um, when we actually finally acknowledge our gift and accept it it's a feeling of surrenderance we are surrendered um, um, we understand ourselves to be just a channel delivering the gift that's coming through us uh, which comes off as less aggressive because the absence of impatience from one needing to understand or not. It has nothing to do with me whether someone wants to receive it or not. I'm just a channel just to offer it and just to share. And however it needs to resonate for anybody in any moment is how it needs to resonate. And and from that true acceptance of that, it allows me to detach from the impatience and from the um, misunderstanding and the judgment of why can't they get it because it wasn't about me anymore. Um, and therefore, it allowed me to express myself more consistently um, and and it became more of an awakened pers- uh, part of who I was uh, and therefore I was just stepping more into it so so those are the, the, the different phases so you know as you're listening to this podcast you know just allow yourself to be curious and wonder what where do you stand do you feel like it's just a joke to even think about you having a gift are you at that level where you really don't think that you have a purpose in this life and you have nothing to offer or if you really sat down and thought about it, you know, on a piece of paper, you can maybe entertain and have an idea of what your gift is. You just haven't fully accepted it in a way where you've entertained it or tried to engage with it enough to really master it and fully step into it. So my gift, which I didn't know was my gift at the time, got me into a lot of trouble. And um, what was apparent and obvious to me that I thought should have been to everyone else was in fact my intuitive ability to connect to the truth. I spoke, I spoke truth with no filter. But I didn't know I was doing it to some extent. It's like a child, an innocent child just saying something. You're like, oh, I can't believe they said that. But it's just truthful. And, um, and then 
you know, but obviously when we act that way, but what come, what people see before them as an adult, all of a sudden it's not okay. It's not as cute. Mm. And, um, and then when I was told I was doing it and understood, but I didn't quite understand at a deeper level, I didn't understand what was actually causing someone to be triggered. And, um, that's what happens to us all the time. Like all things in life, uh, learning about our gifts and what it is and how to harness and master it in the way that it was intended to be requires a process of awakening. Uh, there needed to be something to be awakened in me to really understand, um, understand so much so that it triggered a response in me to let go of whatever was, was in the way of holding me back from accepting it and whatever was coming out of me that wasn't allowing it to be properly received um, because I couldn't understand. And so um, just like in life, you know, for me, it was a loss, a loss of someone that meant a lot to me in my life. And while awakening usually comes after a loss, either through a death or a divorce or a breakup or a career, uh, when we have a loss, we awaken. And so that's the bittersweet of awakening. That's what they call like a rude awakening, you know, because it throws us off and it brings out this ugliness in us and then things shed and becomes clear, become clear. And all of a sudden we get it, you know, something clicks. We surrender to things that we didn't even know we were fighting and we step more into who we are. We connect more to our gifts. And for me, the more pain and loss I've, I've gone through and experienced in my life, the more I've connected to who I am on a greater, um, on a greater scale. So that leads me to only be grateful for everything in my past, especially the losses, because they showed me something and, and they show me something about who I was. And, and, and that was actually the greatest gift of all. So, um, so it's very important that we need to know we all have a gift. Number one. Okay. We need to connect to that gift. We need to not be afraid of our gift. And we need to know that if we do not accept our gift, we are hurting each other unintentionally, but hurting nonetheless. And my gift has blessed so many people on my path, which in turn has blessed me. And there's nothing about that that is scary. However, we also need to understand that what truly allows us to, you know, bast in, in, or baste, whatever that word is, and, and saturate ourselves in the blessings of all our gifts, it's what's most important is the reason or the drive to want to connect to our gift. It is the reason, and, and this is what I'll say, okay? It cannot be something that we want to connect to because I am great, and I am going to heal, and I'm going to fix, and I am special, and I want recognition. It can't be about that. It cannot be about you. It cannot. You can express your gift all you want, but the real the real power in our gift and the blessings truly come from where it's coming from. It's got to come from the heart. And it's the process of, you know, becoming more, it, it comes from a process of becoming more real, a process of going through life, feeling pain, being humbled and recognizing that the world needs our gift. And it is our responsibility to serve. We are servants. We are not gods. We are servants of God. The message of love, the message of truth, we are here to serve that because that's what this world needs. And so when we're coming from a place where we're, we're desiring to want to offer a gift because we recognize that it's what we need, you know, because we've been moved emotionally by pain because we're afraid to have pain. But, you know, the pain, the beauty and the pain is that it's what makes us better. Um, when, when we're moved to offer a gift because we need to contribute and we recognize our power to influence and make things, you know, better, that's where it needs to come from. You know, it can't be for self-recognition or, you know, acknowledgement or validation, you know, otherwise it becomes an illusion. You're, you know, it's, you're, you're offering this gift on the outside, but it's just not as powerful. And, um, 
So, so how to discover your gift? Like I said, it's a process of awakening. So obviously, we need to be committed to that journey. Um, and I would teach you more about the process of that journey. Um, and, and that journey is, you know, a, a journey of self-love and self-discovery and all that. There's a whole process to that. And, um, you know... In, in future episodes, I'll definitely cover more of it. But it really, it's actually a two-year process. The first year is about really discovering who you are. It's really about building that foundation, which expands into a journey of, you know, self-discovery into the journey of finding your purpose. Um, but you can start with asking and reflecting on the following questions, okay? So if you have a piece of paper and a pen, get this down or press pause, okay? And really reflect on these questions to start getting you on that path of how to discover your gifts. And... Um, And so these are the questions. Number one is, what are you really good at? So what are your strengths? Uh, What are you passionate about or what really triggers you? And and the reason why I say the opposite is because if you don't know what you're passionate about, then if you look at what triggers you, the opposite is what you're passionate about, okay? So what used to trigger me is I couldn't understand why people just wouldn't do things that were good for them. Like, why would you eat like that? And why would you, you know, not exercise and then look in the mirror and just always call yourself fat? Like, I never understood that. Like, why would you do that to yourself? And so what triggered me a lot is when I saw people who self-sabotaged because my gift is self-love. I've always, my, my gift was always, I always came from a place of self-love and, and, and I assumed that that's where everyone else is coming from. So when I treated them that way, it was too harshly truthful um, until I realized, um, you know, that that the trigger of them doing that was because it was exposing my passion for self-love and my desire for, for us to come from a place of self-love. So that's just an example for that, okay? Um, what inspires you or what really depresses you? Okay, so if you don't know what inspires you, you don't quite know who you are yet, think about what makes you really sad, okay? And obviously, whatever makes you really sad, you know, what makes me really sad is when someone is in a place of scarcity and struggle and they're alone and they don't have faith in themselves. And so what inspires me is growth and learning and, you know, challenge and, and um, you know, just what inspires me is to see people grow and overcome challenges. And... Um, Another question I would ask is, what feels like common sense to you, but not to most people, or what do you find yourself being the least patient about? Okay, so it's kind of, you can see how all those questions kind of overlap, um, overlap each other, but essentially, you know, it's about just starting off with those questions and reflecting on that, and uh, and obviously there's a whole other series of things that we can do, but... Um, yeah, so that, I just kind of wanted to share that that because I find that it's so important. And uh, and I had a common conversation with my cousin this morning, and you know she was telling me about a story of something that she was going through that she was struggling with and seeking some you know some guidance and advice. And ultimately, it just comes down to you know I was telling her I'm like Nikki, at the end of the day, what does it say about who you are and what do you want? You know, like it's just the things that are triggering triggering you is somehow exposing you to explore something more within yourself and to understand your gift and so I told you, you know what just come on the show and and you know maybe it'll help you kind of thing so Nikki just like listening to that like what what would you and how would you represent the 26 year olds out there who may be possibly be going through the same thing as you um you know did it trigger any any questions or or does it feel like more clear or? um I feel like that you explained it it's more clear because I feel like when you say like find your gift it's like you have to like go through all these loops and hoops and like you're trying to find something and when you like break it down to saying you know when you're a child and like that's like your most pure state and try to remember like what you felt as a child and like I feel like that kind of makes it simpler and like you understand it more awesome so in that moment when you thought about that version of you we're like oh then I know what my gift is yeah like I felt like it was easier than just like 
trying to like go out there in this like big crazy world and like well you know it's funny it's funny you say that because when you perceive it as you got to go out there in this crazy world and you got to pick it apart and this and that it's like what you're actually doing is trying to create a gift yeah it's like you're looking around like okay well other people know their gift so i should and then you try to create it and you get into this louder you know this world that just yeah, becomes loud it makes it more complicated yeah and so that's why when i was saying you know these are the things you have to know and and um and so I'll repeat them again. I'm just going to find them real quick. But um, there are certain things that we have to know. Um, where is it? Just go. Nope. Anyways, we may. I may have to come back to that. But but there are certain things you need to know. Is first of all, is that we do have a gift, and you can't be afraid of them. And all those points, you can rewind it and and find out what it is. What what I mentioned the points because I can't find them right now. But Ultimate it's about understanding when you understand those things, you realize it's not a process of creating your gift. It's a process of surrendering the things that are in the way that are allowing you just to default to who you are, which and, and that's where the gift is already there. Mm-hmm. And so that's where we kind of get caught in this cycle of trying to create someone. We don't have to create anything. We actually just need to acknowledge what already is. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. It does, definitely. So, yeah. So just stop the noise. It's definitely something I would recognize. If you're feeling like what Nikki's feeling where it's like, well, I feel like I got to, you know, and do this. It's, it's actually not. Um, it's actually a process of breaking down. And, and what I would actually say is um, actually this is what I would say. It's like everyone is a mansion. Or like everyone is a palace. But the palace, you know, has been broken down a little bit and run down. And so you're just going to renovate. And when you renovate, one of the first things you do is you got to break down first. You got to break down the things that, you know, don't serve you or the things that are, you know, making the house weak kind of thing. And then you rebuild that foundation and you start to recreate it. So, um, but the gift would be the equivalence probably to like the land, the potential um, that's there and the the rebuilding of the house and the rebuilding of say who you are which the essence of it is already there but the rebuilding of who you are and how you want to present it and how you want to show it to the world is something that you're creating right but essentially what you're offering the gift it's already there you just need to you know what we have to work on is the packaging how do you want to package it? How do you want to deliver it? And, you know, and that in itself is a process and an evolution. It's like running a business. You know, you got to be innovative. It's constantly got to, it has to evolve. So, you know, you might think you want to package it this way, but you pay attention to how people receive it because there's an intention to want to help. And there's an intention to want to, you know, offer blessings for yourself and other people because you recognize you can help others. And so if you're, if you're, if that's your intention, but you're seeing that the response, it's not being received, then there needs to be an openness to how can we allow the packaging to evolve and better packages it, package it. And that's kind of like the phase that I went through when I transitioned into that third phase where it's like, uh, like being impatient and being maybe too truthful, even though, you know, I'm in a place of right and wrong, but what I'm saying is right. Why can't these just, you know, and you get caught in this, in this state and it gets too like, you know, too much for people. And it's like, okay, well, if that's actually causing people not to be able to receive my gift, then that's all that really matters. Whether I'm right or wrong, it doesn't matter. And, and, um, and, you know, part of my gift as I say it's about truth this and that but it's it's really about love and love is not right or wrong and so I realized you know what it's I need to let go of that I need to repackage this a little better so so yeah so does that make sense totally yeah my cousin's smile is from ear to ear right now I know what that look that look means like my life just changed like in clarity right (laughs) anyways so um is there anything else that or is it just kind of like a whoa I get it I have no questions yeah you definitely broke it down way easier yeah amazing cool so what are you gonna do moving forward 
Um, just acknowledge, I guess, everything you just said. And like, I think I kind of have a clear understanding. So mm-hmm. yeah. Awesome. Sense. Cool. And, um, I, I know my cousin very well. She's a lot, um, a lot like me. So I know that she knows her gifts. I just don't, I believe that she just fully hasn't accepted it, but only because, you know, it's not that we're not accepting it consciously. That's why I said in the second step is that we don't accept our gifts unconsciously. And the reason why is because the way we're wired, the way we're thinking is is in a direction that's keeping us in circles. And so sometimes being educated and guided on how to think about it, kind of like what you did right now, is going to direct you more down a path on how to find it and connect to it. If you guys, if you have any questions or any um, comments or you, you know, you just want to know more about this information, you can email me again, as always. You can email me at rosa at risemindbody.com. You can check out our website, risemindbody.com, or just follow us on Instagram at risemindbody, or you can follow me at, at uh, risewithrosa. 